0: What it actually does, we think that I'm not going to forgive you because basically I'm going to hold this over your head forever and I'm punishing you in some way by not forgiving you. And really, it is the opposite. You're punishing yourself because then you're just stuck in this bondage. You're stuck, um, at, you know, I heard it said this way before, if, when choosing to not forgive somebody is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Hey, I'm Rusty.
1: And I'm Heather.
0: And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast.
1: We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages.
0: We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are still on Season 2. This is, I believe, Episode 6, Week 6 of of Season 2. And we've just been, for the last few weeks, just diving into our story a little bit and unpacking that and sharing some of the insights and things that we've learned uh, from our marriage crisis that took place 10 years ago. So... Uh, For those of y'all who might be just now joining us for for the first time, um, the general summary of that marriage crisis is that in August of 2011, uh, Heather confessed to being unfaithful in our marriage, and so all of the things that we learned throughout that process of healing and restoration and redemption, those are the things that we're looking into here on season number two. Of the Redeemed Marriage podcast. So these little intros are always really interesting because I'm just kind of talking for <laughs> 30, 45 seconds a minute, and I look across at you and you're just like staring at me. <laughs> it's just a little creepy.
1: Well, I don't know if I'm going to say, if I'm supposed to say, hey, or, you know.
0: Yeah and like I really want people also to understand that these uh podcasts that we do I know a lot of people they sit down and they write out scripts and stuff and that, you know that's that's good for what they're trying to do and we're just trying to have a real raw conversation yeah and so we don't do a lot of prep i mm-hmm. mean it's a it's talking but most of it is just our life our life experience and you know we do have a few things that we want to make sure that we throw in on certain topics, but there you are, just staring at me again. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're gonna have to put a wall up between us, <laughs> so there's not this creepiness.
1: I'm just staring in awe of how amazing I know, you are. Is that
0: the truth? So today we are gonna jump into a topic that I have to be honest and say that this is a very intimidating topic for me. And the reason why it's so intimidating is because it is so extremely complex. Yeah. And this is, uh, we're going to talk about forgiveness. And when we look back on the the last few weeks of what we've been talking about, so we went through, I guess it was three weeks ago, we talked about the confession. And then the week after that, we talked about uh, truth. And how there had to be truth and honesty, and then last week we talked about the road to reconciliation, and as I started thinking about us doing forgiveness, I I first thought we probably should have if we were kind of doing some sort of order, maybe it should have gone somewhere else. And then I was like, no, I don't think so. And I'm kind of glad that we didn't put it because it, there's not in in all of this that we're talking about in this. I guess this road to healing and reconciliation and redemption, there's not like this checklist mm-hmm. of do this, then do this, then, then do this. Right. It's just not that simple, and I wish that it was. So forgiveness, although it could slide in at some point in a different place, it really is just so complex that we're just throwing it in, Right here because it needs the discussion and, you know, no better time than the present to That's talk right. about it.
1: That's right. And I, you know, when I hear you say it's so complex in so many ways, it is very, very complex, but then in other ways, it's just so simple. Yeah. You know, like it's forgiveness. It is, it's, it's something that is a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The choice can be hard, the choice can be complex, the process can be complex, but it's a simple decision of, can I forgive?
0: Well, I think the reason why you are leaning in that direction of how it can be simple is because there there is a simplicity in the fact that it is something that we are, as believers, which you and I are, and as followers of Christ, we are required to do that that's right, so that is the that's the simple answer so the simple answer is when somebody says, "Well, should I forgive and and this doesn't have to you know we we have said this over and over throughout these last few episodes what you're listening to is our story and it's a story of infidelity, but that doesn't mean that that's the only thing that this applies to. Absolutely. I mean, my goodness, if you're in a marriage relationship, you have to forgive all the time. All the time. Big things and little things. If you're in any type of relationship, you d- you will deal with forgiveness. And so, yeah, the simple answer is, as believers, we're required to forgive. And, you know, I think about the verse in Matthew 6, 14 and 15. I mean, it's pretty simple. That part is simple. It says, if you forgive those who sin against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. I mean... That's heavy. It's heavy. (laughs) And yes, you're right. It is simple. But I think the reason why I look at it as uh, the forgiveness as being such a complex thing is because after I was faced... Well, I'll say this. I heard somebody say, and I read in one of the the books that I've read recently or somewhere along the way, forgiveness is a great idea until you're the one that has to forgive. Right. And so, you know, I look back on 10 years ago and just the things that I had to learn about forgiveness and the the journey that I had to go on. And you brought this up where you said forgiveness, it is a process. Mm Mm-hmm. But it is also a decision, mm-hmm. and like we've said that on our on our um podcast several times before, where you do have to come to a point where you're deciding, okay, I'm choosing to forgive, and then at the same time, that's your starting point for the process that's gonna happen over who knows how long that's right it could be could be any length of time, mm-hmm. and so What goes on during that process and that time is really what is the complex part of it and and all the different things. So we could talk about this for a really, really long time, but we're not going to. So we're going to hit a few high points. Let's do it. And I think what we're going to do here is we're going to just throw out a few things that people, I guess some misconceptions, maybe some myths about forgiveness and just kind of put those to rest, and just talk about those uh briefly, each one of them, so one of those is people actually think that we are supposed to forgive and forget, well, we've heard that our whole life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear that as a little- you know as a kid, yeah, I mean, I think your parents probably said, you know, just forgive it and forget, it, move on, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing and um, and I think the the other reason why we believe that is because that's what God does. And there's actually scripture that says he forgets about our mm-hmm. sins and he casts them as far as east is mm-hmm. from west. And so we just think, well, goodness, I mean, aren't we supposed to be striving to be like God? Aren't we supposed to be striving to be like Jesus? Well, yeah, we are. But I think the biggest part of that is that when God forgives, he doesn't have, to, he doesn't have anything to learn. When, yeah. when when wrong is done against God and sin is committed against God and he forgives, well, he can be done with it because there's nothing that he needs to learn. Well, from our perspective as humans, this is the thing that I learned about forgiveness is, I mean, first of all, it really is impossible to completely forget something right. that somebody's done. Now, little things like, let's say you open the door and you try to walk in and squeeze in at the same time as somebody else and you you get tangled up and they go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you say, oh, it's okay. Well, you're forgiving them and you're going to forget about it. Yeah. But I'm not talking about that. We're talking about big things. Yeah. Things that are going to affect you. And you really just never forget those things. And so they're lessons that you need to learn. And so in our situation... I'll never forget what happened, sure, and I don't think on it, and I don't dwell on it as much as as you know in the past, but there are things about that experience that obviously I don't need to forget That's because right. it's because it's things that that I learned about myself, about you, about our marriage,
1: yep, one of the things that um another myth I think is that forgiveness says what you did doesn't matter like once you forgive it you saying um you know it kind of gives the perception that um that it's okay that it doesn't matter that it's over and done with and that kind of goes along with that same thing
0: yeah it's because we as humans whenever someone does us wrong we want justice and fairness Right. Like, that's just a natural tendency, and so we also, like, we we expect restitution, you know, for something that's been done wrong to us, Right. and the reality is, is that the other person probably can never repay, anyway, mm-hmm. what they did. That's right. I mean, in our case, there's nothing that you really could ever do to repay me for what happened, sure. and so forgiveness what it actually does is it it frees you from that expectation of restitution right and so it becomes a it becomes a freedom um and also you know you said you said forgiveness says that what you did doesn't matter well even looking on the spiritual side of things you know forgiveness doesn't make sin okay like when That's right. when god forgives us it doesn't it doesn't just let us off the hook and mm-hmm. say well that's it's okay that you you know um yeah. because because then it goes on to say even in Romans where it says you know should we continue sinning just so that God can give us more of his grace well that's silly right i mean that's not that's that's not the point of forgiveness right. The point of forgiveness is not so that you just keep doing it
1: that's right well and it's the same and one of my favorite stories is um, the lady who is fixing to get stoned. And, you know, Jesus talks about, you know, if, you, if you're in church, you've heard the story where he says um, those of you who have um, not sinned can throw the first um, stone. But my favorite part of the story and what ties into this so beautifully is that when everyone was gone, he knelt down um, in front of her and lifted her chin and said, go and sin no more. So it's not, you're forgiven, now go back to what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, and go yeah. and sin no more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, another one I think is that people have this misconception or there's the, this myth that I can't forgive you until you repent. Yeah. And this one is... Um, this one is probably the one where people hang up on it the most, mm-hmm. and I think you know this week uh, we got a lot of um, messages and you know people reaching out to us on social media and stuff, and a lot of it had to do you know people saying I can't I can't get past it I can't yeah. forgive um, my spouse for what they've done, and and I think a lot of that. D- It lands right here on, well, they're not changed. They haven't changed, or they're not being repentant. And the thing that that tells me is that we're expecting forgiveness. So if I forgive you, then it's for you. Right. And I think that that a lot of people feel that about forgiveness, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. it's for the person that did the offense. Right. When really it's the opposite of that. Um, I, it is for both parties because that means something to you when I'm able to say that I forgive you.
1: If, you're, if you um, are acting in a way that needs to be forgiven, like if you've proven that you um, are doing better and that you're trying and you're sorry, there's remorse there, then yeah, it, it is a good, a good thing for the other person. Mm-hmm. But if that person is not repentant, What you're saying is it's still the forgiveness is for the person that has been offended as well.
0: Yeah, because what it actually does, we think that I'm not going to forgive you because basically I'm going to hold this over your head forever and I'm punishing you Mm -hmm. in some way by not forgiving you. And really it is the opposite. You're punishing yourself because then you're just stuck in this bondage. Right, You're stuck um, you know, I heard it said this way before, if when choosing to not forgive somebody is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what we're trying, you're trying to do when you're just holding something over, because then it basically, what it's saying to that person is you control, you know, I, this, this part of my story and this part of my life, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let go of it. Mm-hmm. And so I mean that's a lot of power you're giving to somebody that's harmed you. That's right. And so even though you, the first step in just getting getting rid of that is the forgiveness. And the first step in moving on in your story is just being able to forgive, because then you're taking that weight off of your shoulder of you don't have power over me anymore, That's right. and so I'm and gonna what
1: you did doesn't have power over me. Anymore. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
0: I'm I'm gonna be able to start the process of moving moving forward with that. Right. What you got? Thought of even thought of more? Mm-mm. No, no more. <laughs>
1: You're doing good. Well,
0: what what about the people that expect reconciliation to coincide with forgiveness?
1: Yeah. I think that, that that we do um feel that a lot. I know that I have felt that not in I mean times in our marriage but with our children, um you know, in diff- friendships and things like that. You think that um that forgiveness will then bring reconciliation or reconciliation will then bring forgiveness, but they don't always go hand in hand and they're not the same thing.
0: Yeah. And I don't think that you necessarily have to expect that. Like Mm -hmm. for us, when we talk about marriage and forgiveness, we want there to be reconciliation. Like we, you know, just to throw it out there, that's what we're preaching to people. I mean, because we want people to see our story and our story did have a forgiveness and then a process that led to reconciliation and redemption and restoration and healing. And that's what we want for all marriages. But we also recognize that it doesn't always happen that way, not just in marriage, but there were other people involved in what we dealt with. And there were other people that had to be forgiven for acts that were done and you know those there has been genuine forgiveness but at the same time some of those relationships there doesn't even need to be reconciliation
1: that's right
0: and like those be unhealthy right it would be unhealthy and probably more harmful that's right and so and that's okay and it's okay to acknowledge that Mm -hmm. that Um, It doesn't necessarily mean that there's that there's going to be reconciliation. So, Mm -hmm. you know, again, that's putting when when you're choosing to forgive, it doesn't depend on the other person. That's right. It doesn't depend on the other person to repent. It doesn't Mm -hmm. depend on the other person to change Mm -hmm. and it doesn't depend on the other person to jump in on the process and of rest restoration That's right. and reconciliation. That's right.
1: It's a, it's a process of just letting it go and acknowledging that you forgive them and then living open handedly with that and let God handle the, um, what you, you talked about earlier about God, um, handling, um, the judgment of that mm-hmm. and, and, and God handling their hearts, um, because you can't change people Right. You can't change them. You can't fix them. And so, you, sometimes you just say, "God, I forgive them for their role in this, for their part in this, um, even if they're not seeking that forgiveness." Mm-hmm. Um, and then you trust God with them. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that you you're you're kind of hitting the main point here that we want to be because we've been talking about all these, I guess, steps. And things that, you know, you can see in our story. And there there can't be reconciliation in a marriage or in any relationship mm-hmm. unless there's forgiveness. Like that's that right. has to happen first. Right. And that doesn't mean that when you say, okay, I forgive you, then everything's back to normal. No. Because no. that's when the process starts. That's right. But you can't start the journey until... Mm-hmm. Of reconciliation. Of reconciliation That's until right. you forgive the other person, and yeah. so a lot of these, you know, messages and stuff that we got this week were just, eh, I'm just really having a hard time. Well, you, there has to be that first step. That's right. And that first step is is the is the one the decision of making the decision and saying, okay, I am capable of forgiving, and I'm gonna. And look, it doesn't. I think that people just think too. Well, I'm, you know. I'm a believer, I need to forgive, so I'm just going to, yes, I forgive you. They're still working through it, even Mm -hmm. to get to the point of, okay, I understand that I have to forgive. Mm -hmm. And because of all of the reasons that we just laid out, these are the reasons why I'm going to forgive, and I'm making that choice. And then you start that process of working through all of the different things. Because if you don't forgive, I do think that there's some real consequences um and a couple of things that could potentially happen is you know if you don't forgive maybe because you you are in denial and you just kind of want to kind of like what we said last week when we talked about brushing it under the rug no, still sweeping <laughs> sweeping it under the rug um either that or you look at what happened and because you can't get your brain around it. You blame yourself mm-hmm. for something that's been done wrong to you. And when those things happen, when you deny it or or you self-blame, then it can lead to depression.
1: Sure.
0: So there's real consequences to not dealing with it and being able to forgive. Yeah. And I think depression is, is one of those big things. Then there's also you know, you can be on the on the other end of it where you just are so obsessed with it. Right. Not that you're denying it. You're like, that's all you think that's about. Right. And that's, that's right. what I was talking about, how, you know, that person has so much power over you. And when and then, you...
1: Yeah, those things then lead to bitterness. Mm-hmm. They lead to seeking revenge. Yep. They, and none of those things are from the Lord. Right. Like bitterness, anger, revenge obsession, depression, none of those things are God given. None of those things are honoring towards him. But if you are, if you can't get yourself in a place, um, to forgive, then that definitely the road leads to all of those other things.
0: Well, and if, even if you're in a marriage relationship where this forgiveness needs to happen, you know, I think back to what happened to us. If I had not forgiven, forgiven you, well, let's just say that, that you didn't change Mm -hmm. and there was, you know, we tried and for whatever reason we could not reconcile because you didn't change. Mm -hmm. Well, if I still, if I didn't forgive you, then I'm faced with a life of that. I'm faced with a life of either depression Mm -hmm. because I start blaming myself or I'm just, you know, trying to get rid of it and not doing, not dealing with it or, I'm obsessed with you and the life that you've chosen and, mm-hmm. you know, wanting revenge, like you said, right. and then it just becomes bitterness. And, and I'm just held, I'm bondage. That's right. I'm in bondage that's until right. I can release it.
1: That's right. And I, you know, I don't know, Rusty, we don't, I've never said this before, but like I can feel the person that's listening to this in the car or listening to this in their home, or sitting at their office, or while they're walking, and just the sense of just, gosh, that's where I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in that place of obsession where I think about it all the time. I'm trying to fix it all the time. I'm not living open-handedly. I'm living, um, you know, in this place of of trying to get revenge, or I'll show you, um, you know, just like with post on social media and, you know, getting the worldly, um, the worldly reaction to all of this. And I, and I mean, I just know that there's people out there that are probably even listening to this, that they say, they could say, that's me. Like, that's where I'm stuck. And so how do you take that step from this is where I am? Because I feel like you chose that from the very beginning, like you chose forgiveness from the very beginning. But I think that a lot of people who are listening, whether it's about unfaithfulness or something else, they're stuck in a place Mm -hmm. of this, you know, we call the crazy cycle where it's this, you know, denial, self-blame, depression, obsession, revenge, bitterness over and over and over and over. If you didn't choose forgiveness from the beginning, like you did, and you're stuck in this path, in this place of, um of all those things we just mentioned, how do you then go back and step into forgiveness?
0: Well, that's good. And I think we can kind of just almost wrap up here with maybe some, let me just share what I have learned. Um, about the path of forgiveness or the path to forgiveness. Okay. And, you know, we gave away a book this week uh, through social media, and it's called Forgiving What You'll Never Forget by Dr. David Stoop. And uh, I would recommend that to anybody that's struggling with this. We actually got an opportunity to ship a couple of those across the country to a couple of different places and you know it it was an honor for us to be able to do that because I do believe that this message can really help people and just his take on forgiveness. Such so such an easy read, but it's so much of what we learned. And one of the things that he talks about and I really, really believe this, is this path to forgiveness. And the kind of the first thing that happens is, is that you place blame appropriately. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, getting rid of it, sweeping it under the rug. It's not, um, blaming yourself. It's, Mm -hmm. it's really looking at it, taking a step back and saying, okay, this happened, like acknowledge it. This is what happened. And then the natural thing that happens after that in forgiveness is there's just a grieving process. And, we learned that part of the reason why I grieved in the way that I did is because I was grieving the loss of something. It, I was le- grieving the loss of our marriage the way that I thought it was. a dream. right, a dream. yeah, because we knew we would deal with this forever, basically. right. And so I grieved and those, you know those things, this, the grieving cycle where you know, there is some denial at first in a grieving cycle, then there becomes anger, then sadness and then acceptance. And actually what happens is between denial and acceptance, you go through anger and sadness over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And it can be minutes apart. It can be days apart, Mm -hmm. but it's just this grieving cycle. And honestly, you have to go through that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you, you mentioned there may be somebody that didn't forgive right off. How do they get back there? Well, they've probably, they're, they're probably stuck in this grieving cycle, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And so, you do have to get to a point where you can get out of that grieving cycle enough, get get out of being stuck there to where then the appropriate step is to say, okay, I am choosing to forgive. Now that doesn't mean that all of this stuff, like I said, goes away. It is just I acknowledge that I have to forgive in order to move on, right? And that could be moving on for yourself. Because you have to get to... Like you've said a million times, you can't fix the other person. Mm-hmm. So if you're stuck in that place where you're trying to fix the other mm-hmm. person and I'm not going to forgive until I, until they're different, that's right. can't it doesn't mm-hmm. happen that way. Mm-hmm. So then you choose to forgive. And then at that point, when you choose to forgive, that's the only time that it, then you can say, is there a chance for reconciliation? So you start considering reconciliation. You start doing the things that we talked about last week, we gave a whole, it was a roadmap to reconciliation, the road to reconciliation. These are the things that we did. So then you have an opportunity to start looking and saying, okay, I'm going to consider reconciliation. Right. And, but you can't do it until you forgive. Mm -hmm. So then you start that, that, those different steps and maybe those steps don't even involve your spouse because your spouse is not there yet. Right. And that's okay because you've released them as far as I've given I'm forgiving them and now I'm moving on to where I can start considering because a lot of it then becomes what can I do for myself? And right. what can I do to improve myself and take care of myself and grow myself. That's right. And at the same time you're not you're not you're not trying to fix your spouse. Right. And then if reconciliation is an option, which we pray that it is. That's what we want. So if you're there, we want to, if we can help you, if we, if you can reach out to us, we want to help you there because that's when you start this process of learning to trust again. Right. And wow. I mean, we had a lot of messages this week about that too. I just can't trust my spouse. Mm -hmm. Well, that takes lots of time and it's okay that that takes time. Mm -hmm. It's, it's time that, That you're going to learn about yourself, you're going to learn about your spouse, but your spouse has to earn that trust again. Mm -hmm. And you had to do that. And so, one of the things that I started thinking about this week when I thought about forgiveness and just how I know that I, you know, I can look back even on the night that you confessed to me. And I look at you, I, I look at that night and I still remember very, very, vivid things things that I remember that are still hurtful but even when I look back on it now I look at you differently because I look at you now the night that you that you confessed I was angry I even said to you in a a podcast that I just soon you got hit by a bus thanks for that (laughs) but I now can look back on it with a lot of empathy Mm-hmm. And I can look back at it and say, you know what, you, you're human and you made a mistake, a huge mistake. But just like we talked about a few weeks ago, I'm never, I'm not beyond saying, well, it could have happened to me. That's right. Like only by the grace of God have I been able to remain pure in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so I look at you now, you know, can look back on that night and see empathy. And so that, and that's what forgiveness does. Right forgiveness does that even if it's not your spouse when you forgive somebody you really look at them differently mm-hmm. there's this there's this empathy and this feeling of you I mean mistakes happen
1: right I mean right. some
0: are bigger with bigger consequences but um, and
1: if you're looking back at your spouse and you're still in the I can't believe you did that I mean that's pride
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: pride of um, of say, of thinking that I could never do that you know, yeah, yeah. Um, that that could never happen to me.
0: And and, and we're not putting people down that mm-hmm. feel that way that's because right. it is real. Absolutely. It's real and we understand it because we've been there. Mm-hmm. But there is a way past that. That's right. And that's what we want to share. That's right. And, you know, like I said from the beginning, this is a hard and it's 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 a little bit heavy, but mm-hmm. it's only heavy because once you walk through it, then it becomes light. That's right. And like we
1: want we want that for other people. Like we Rusty and I have sat down and talked about and prayed for every one of the messages that we've gotten through um, Messenger or whatever, however they're coming through to us. And 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 just feeling the weight of that for these people, not because we're like, oh, I can't believe it, but because we've been there.
0: That's right. And we
1: know that heaviness. And then because you've been there, you desire so much more for them to be able to forgive and to feel the weight of that release.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so again, you know, I hope that as you're listening to this, you're just seeing a story and you're seeing a story of hope. And hopefully just us being real and honest, you can look at it and say, okay, there is hope because I see somebody else that has walked through something like me or something even much worse than me. Or I don't know where you are on the spectrum, but we are a picture of hope, and it's because of what God did for us and how he redeemed our marriage. So um, we're going to wrap it up for this week. probably a little longer than we sometimes go but it's a, a very very important topic and if we can help you in any way as you work through forgiveness please reach out to us remember to go to our podcast and obviously you're listening to it now but it's very helpful for you to rate and review and that would be very helpful to us help us get the message out to more people so until next time we'll see you then